This is Find Your Dream Job, the podcast that helps you get hired, have the career you want, and make a difference in life. I'm your host, Mac Pritchard. I'm also the founder of Max List. It's a job board in the Pacific Northwest that helps you find a fulfilling career. Every Wednesday, I talk to a different expert about the tools you need to get the work you want. Find Your Dream Job is brought to you by Top Resume. Top Resume has helped more than 400,000 professionals land more interviews and get hired faster. Get a free review of your resume today. Go to maxlist.org slash topresume. It can be challenging to balance our careers and our personal lives, but when you do it well, you reduce stress, improve your health, and enjoy more satisfaction at work and at home. Marcet Banks is here to talk about how to find employers that offer good work-life balance. She's the human resource manager at Elephant's Delicatessen. It's Portland's premier catering company and specialty foods retailer. Marcet is an energetic HR leader who advocates for employees and business partners through inclusive practices and diversity initiatives. She joins us from Portland, Oregon. Well, let's jump right into it, Marcet. How do you define a good work-life balance? Um, I think you kind of need to figure out what this work-life balance means to yourself whether that's having a part-time role because you have other commitments outside of work or wanting to um, have an adequate amount of paid time off or potentially have time with your family or friends. So really work-life balance is allowing you to have a position in a company, but also have time to enjoy what is important to you outside of work. You've worked in HR for a long time, Marcet. Do you think Work-life balance has become more important to job seekers since the COVID-19 pandemic started? I definitely think so. I think the the workforce and the world of work has changed so much, um, especially let's dive into maybe like child care services. Those were not easily available for most people during the pandemic, currently still um, bouncing back from that. And so having an employer who understands your personal life and what is needed from you, from your family, and allows you to amend your schedule accordingly or have time to spend with your family, take care of them, work remotely. Uh, I definitely think that the pandemic has really shined a light on what it truly means to enjoy your job and um, be able to have that flexibility to do what you also enjoy outside of work. And uh, I think employers are definitely doing what they can to improve the overall employee experience with work-life balance and consideration. Well, tell us more about that, what you're seeing employers do, not just at your own company, but I know you talk to other HR professionals all the time. What What are you seeing employers do to, to improve work-life balance uh, for uh, their staff, since, especially since the pandemic began? Yeah, for sure. I mean, flexible scheduling, as I mentioned before, offering employees who are working full-time the ability to work maybe four 10-hour shifts and have three days off together if they're on a five-day work week schedule normally. Offering part-time schedules as well. I've seen employers have two 
new hires and they're going to split a full-time schedule, right? So if it was a five-day-a-week schedule, they would have one employee work two days, the other employee work three days. Um, Also offering expansive paid time off options, um, extra vacation time, extra time to take care of yourself if you are experiencing symptoms of COVID or have tested positive. Uh, Also, wellness programs. I think work-life balance is important when you're at your, you know, place of work as well. Maybe they bring in a yoga instructor to have, you know, a hour lunch where you can participate in that type of activity. And then uh, remote work. I think that is huge. Um, Lots of employers are offering more remote positions, including us here at Elephants. It's something that we've never really done before prior to the pandemic. And it kind of lunged us into that. And I think um, it also opens up your talent pool too um, to new workers that may not live, you know, in in your area. So I think that there's a lot of different things that employers are doing to kind of make that, again, that employee experience really meaningful and, and positive. Talk to us more, Marcet, about why employers are making these changes. You mentioned remote work, for example, and how it opens up the talent pool to to companies in nonprofits. But what are some of the other reasons for why employers are are making these changes that create a better work-life balance? Yeah. I mean, I think retention is huge. Um, Making sure that employees are engaged and positively contributing to um, the company overall. I think Also, as I mentioned before, newer talent pools, um, it can be maybe difficult to find people in your area to fill a position. So if you're able to offer a remote, then that really opens it up to almost anybody across the world being able to take that position. Um, And I also think it, when you're considering like the wellness programs and, and it it can build a sense of unity and um, it can show that you are interested in the well-being of your employees and um, that you're trying to create an environment of support. So I think, you know, retention is big, engagement, and just, you know, enhancing that that, um, overall experience of the employee. Well, let's talk about steps job seekers can take to find employers that offer good work-life balance. One of the first steps you recommend is to look internally at yourself. How do you do this, Marcet? Yeah, you know, figure out what makes you happy outside of work, what you enjoy to do, whether it's being outdoors, creating art, playing music, exercising, and kind of determine what in your own life brings you that joy. And then, you know, how you feel after you've achieved that joy, right? And are there steps or exercises that you recommend that can help people get clear about this? I mean, do you recommend making lists, uh, talking to colleagues? What have you seen be most effective? Yeah, I think, you know, if you're at this crossroads, maybe in your career and you're maybe feeling burnt out, I think making a list is great. Um, And introspectively looking at the activities outside of your job and, and what you know, makes you happy. Uh, I think talking to family and friends um, and figuring out what would be the next step in order for you to kind of achieve this work-life balance. 
I think, you know, being present in the moment when you're performing certain activities, whether, as I mentioned before, exercise or art or, you know, being outdoors, kind of present in the moment, understanding how those types of activities make you feel, and then figuring out how you can participate in those types of activities more. And, you know, creating a schedule for yourself could be a part of that. Um, Maybe you attend like a a group exercise class and that's on certain days at certain times, looking, you know, into finding a a role that will fit that, that schedule. Let's talk about how to find that role. I know one step you recommend is to study job ads and do research that can help you filter out employers that don't match your needs. What's the best way, what should you be looking for when you're looking at a job posting to to see if an employer not only offers a good work-life balance, but is going to best meet your needs? Yeah. Uh, looking at the schedule that they post on the, the ad, you know, if you know that you're on a rugby team Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. And, and the schedule conflicts with that, that might not be the best position for you. Looking to see if they offer PTO, maybe if you have kids and they um, have certain times off, making sure that you're allotted enough paid time off to participate in in their activities or take vacations if, if that's something that you're looking for. And also the proximity to your home, looking at where the workplace is located, knowing if, you know, long drives are something that you enjoy or if they're not, you know, avoiding positions that will take you a while to uh, arrive at the workplace. And um, I think also reading and understanding the culture or the overall environment that you may participate in, um, the mission, the values of the company, making sure that those align because ultimately you will be more engaged and feel positive while you're there, which ultimately, you know, I believe helps your your work-life balance overall. Well, this is terrific. We're going to take a quick break, Marcet. When we come back, Marcet Banks will continue to share her advice on how to find employers that offer good work-life balance. Stay with us. Are you ready to update your resume? Go to maxlist.org slash top resume. An expert writer at Top Resume will review your resume for free. Go to maxlist.org slash top resume. Get specific ideas you can use to improve your resume right away. And if you don't want to rewrite your resume yourself, you can hire Top Resume to do it for you. Go to maxlist.org slash top resume. Now, let's get back to the show. We're back in the MaxList studio. I'm talking with Marcette Banks. She's the human resource manager at Elephant's Delicatessen. It's Portland's premier catering company and specialty foods retailer. Marcette is an energetic HR leader who advocates for employees and business partners through inclusive practices and diversity initiatives. She joins us from Portland, Oregon. Before the break, Marcette, we were talking about one of your ideas for finding employers that offer good work-life balance, and that was studying job ads 
And you laid out some great tips for what to look for that indicate that these are employers who take this into consideration and, and offer these uh, a good work-life balance. What are red flags that you might keep an eye out for when looking at job postings? Yeah. Uh, I think, again, when you're looking introspectively and kind of understanding what you are looking for and what you will want to continue to participate in outside of work, if you see a schedule or a element of that job ad that doesn't align with what you're looking for, that definitely is a red flag. I think it could, if you're looking for an employer that offers childcare, for example, and they don't list that on their job ad and you can't really see on their website that they offer any uh, service as such, then that could be a red flag. I think it's really understanding what items in your life you're looking to continue. And then if you see elements on the job ad that directly conflict with that, that probably isn't going to be the right position for you if you're looking to continue doing some other things outside of work. What other research do you recommend doing besides looking at job postings uh, to see if an employer is offering a good work-life balance? Yeah, I think informational interviews are great. Offering to have uh, coffee with the recruiter or the hiring manager just to get to know a little bit more about their expectations and the position. I love to look at the website of the company, kind of read their about section, try to understand what they are bringing, you know, into the workforce and their, um, as I mentioned before, mission and, and values. And, um, when you do that research, it's going to make you enter that informational interview more confidently and uh, you'll be able to celebrate with them elements that you really like about the, them as an employer or potentially other elements that you had questions about. And in that informational interview, it's a kind of a guard down situation because you're not necessarily interviewing for a position actively in that moment for you to really seek alignment with what your expectations are and what the expectations are of the employer and making sure that it will be a right choice for you if you decide to work there and interview for a position that is open in the future. What's the best way to approach someone inside uh, an employer, particularly in HR, before you've applied for a job to get an informational interview to to explore the, the, the points you've just described? Yeah. LinkedIn is a great resource. Sending a direct message. I believe that most HR professionals or potentially managers or hiring managers within organizations may be active on LinkedIn. Doing research on what community-based organizations may be offering events where you can connect with some of these professionals and um, opening up that space to you know, offer them to go out to coffee or to meet up maybe for a happy hour, whatever, whatever you prefer. Also, 
through your personal network or any of your colleagues or, you know, friends and family, letting them know kind of what you're looking for. And they may be able to connect you with someone that uh, could offer more support or is, you know, the type of, in a type of role that could explain what their organization could offer and how it may align with, with your life. I think just kind of putting yourself out there, whether you're directly approaching someone as well, like if you were to look up their address of a headquarters or their maybe central office, if they have like a receptionist connecting with them and, and seeing if you could get on their calendar, maybe via a personal assistant, whatever the avenue may be, there it's really kind of that putting yourself out there, which can be a little scary, um, but taking that leap and, and most times the person who would do the informational interview is kind of excited to to meet with you, especially, you know, if you're doing your research, as I mentioned before about the company and kind of leading off with like, I really enjoy this benefit that you offer or this, your mission or whatever it may be. I would love to talk to you to learn more about this for an informational interview. I feel like myself included, most people are like, wow, this, this person's really interested. They are potentially passionate about, you know, our organization. I would, I would love to explain more to them. Another recommendation you have to find employers that offer good work-life balance is to talk about the importance of work-life balance in your application materials. Uh, Why is it important to do this, Marced? And is there a risk that you might turn off some employers by, by raising this uh, subject in your application? Yeah, I mean, most applications will have like a comment section that you can leave a comment towards the end. And I think mentioning that you need a certain day off for whatever reason, maybe you're taking your kid to their soccer game or you have a prior engagement or commitment, being explicit about that up front will allow the recruiter to potentially filter you out, right? If if it's a deal breaker for them that you need to work on Saturdays, for example. But also I feel like you're being transparent and showing that you know what you want and you know what you need for your life. And um, I also think that in the interview as well, asking about the schedule, letting them know if you have any prior engagements, if you have vacations coming up, all of that good stuff. Because I think the more, again, transparent that you're able to be with them, that ultimately, in my opinion, is respectable. And and you're really hoping to seek something that, that works for both the employer and yourself. I think some listeners might be surprised to hear that, that transparency about their needs can be a, a plus could you talk more about that, uh, particularly from your perspective as a, a hiring manager? Yeah, we in our job ads have questions that, you know, ex- explicitly ask what's your desired schedule, especially in the phone screen. And, you know, our ultimate goal is to seek alignment on that. And, you know, when we see that someone is unavailable during certain days, what we do is we explore all options you know, one being, can we change the schedule for this position to accommodate, you know, this new hire? Could we actually offer maybe a different position to them that still is in alignment with their background? And I think we come from a very employee first stance and 
ultimately making sure that what we're offering to this individual is what is going to work for them is most important because, you know, training and bringing them, you know, on board. And then if it ends up not being a good fit because we didn't do our due diligence to really ask what they're expecting is, is hard because we want this person to be successful. And then if it ultimately doesn't work out, we always, you know, look back and like, okay, well, what could we have asked or, you know, what questions um, should we have, you know, brought up in order to, to make sure that this schedule or this position or the time of day or the location was really the right fit. Ultimately, when you're excited about a candidate and you want to bring them onto the team, and then if they don't work out, sometimes that's, that's hard to digest. You mentioned a moment ago uh, that you should ask questions in the job interview about uh, work-life balance. When is the best time to bring up these questions, Mars said, uh, at the start of the interview or in a second or third interview? What, what kind of timing do you recommend? I really think that it depends on the questions that are asked of you. If they're explicitly asking, this is the schedule, are you able to work that? And, you know, that's obviously a prime opportunity for you to let them know if it is going to work or not. I think if it doesn't get naturally brought up within their line of questioning to make sure at the end of the interview to bring that up, like, oh, by the way, I do have this commitment. I mentioned it on my application as well. I just wanted to make sure that this is going to be okay. Um, Or if you're in like a multiple interview stage, I would say probably at the end of the first interview, because like I said, you beat that transparency and and making sure that they understand what your expectations are and that it aligns with their expectations, I think is important to, to do at the beginning of the process if there's multiple interviews, just so that ultimately the time spent for interviewing or other elements of that process is time well spent. Well, it's been a terrific conversation, Marcet. Now, tell us what's next for you. Well, here at Elephant's Delicatessen, we have a lot of new and exciting opportunities ahead of us. We're going to open up two new retail locations and a second production kitchen, and we're really bouncing back from the pandemic. We were affected heavily by not being able to have like catering events and such, and so we're really working on building our business, but also building unity. We are hoping to have a lot of fun events for our employees to attend and uh, boost that engagement. I'm also on the board for the Portland Human Resource Management Association, and we're working on bringing in-person events back and boosting attendance there. So a lot of uh, bringing bringing things back and, and positively moving forward together. Well, terrific. I know listeners can learn more about you and your work at Elephant's Delicatessen, as well as Uh, at the Portland Human Resource Management Association by connecting with you on LinkedIn. And as always, if they do reach out to you, I I hope they'll send you a a note and mention they heard you on uh, Find Your Dream Job. Now, Marcet, given all the great advice you've shared today, what's the one thing you want a listener to remember about how to find employers that offer good work-life balance? Yeah, ultimately, what makes... Look at what makes you happy, take care of yourself, do what you feel is right. And it may take some time, but you, you'll you find the perfect match as long as you lead with what you enjoy the most.
Make sure you never miss an episode of Find Your Dream Job. Subscribe to our free podcast newsletter. You'll get information about our guests and transcripts of every show. Go to maxlist.org slash newsletters. Again, that's maxlist.org slash newsletters. Next week, our guest will be Liesl Forve. She leads market expansion and corporate partnerships for Navigate Forward. Her company supports executives as they explore a shift in career, pivot into retirement, or consider board service. Even when unemployment rates hit record lows, job openings attract multiple applicants. How do you present yourself to an employer so that you stand out from your competitors? Join us next Wednesday when Liesl Forve and I talk about how to market yourself into the job you want. Until next time, thanks for letting us help you find your dream job. This show is produced by MaxList. Susan Thornton-Hoff schedules our guests and writes our newsletter. Lisa Kislinberry anderson manages our social media. Our sound engineer is Matt Fiorillo. Ryan Morrison at Podfly Productions edits the show. Don Mole creates our transcripts, and our music is by Freddie Trujillo. This is Mac Pritchard. See you next week. 